0: This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things amusement, theme parks, roller coasters, churros, hot dogs, you name it. We'll talk about it if it has anything to do with theme parks. I'm your host, Jack. And of course, joining me, as always, is my beautiful, lovely, and talented co-host and Cheryl lover, Jeff Ramsey. Hi, Jeffrey.
1: I like the way you said Jack this week. It was pretty funny.
0: Should I say Jack Patillo? It's, it's weird saying your full name.
1: I understand what you what you mean, uh, but I did notice it. Yeah. I like the change. It's more intimate. It's less formal.
0: It felt very abrupt. Yeah. I was like, huh. I don't know if, if I did it right. We've got a fun episode, Jeff. First of all, A, number one, uh, I'm still sick. Not as sick, though. A number one, you're still sick. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I listened to the Hall of Presidents episode that we recorded last week, and boy, do I sound rough.
1: Yeah, but that episode, I've the early feedback is in, because, uh, uh-huh. you know, for your, we, we send things out for your consideration, obviously. Mm-hmm. The buzz is that it's a banger, banger of an episode, they're saying. that's When it you slaps, think Hall of Presidents,
0: tacks. you think slaps. <laughs> <laughs> that Abe Lincoln, he, he slaps. I already forget the slang that you taught me last week. <laughs> so anyway, this week's going to be a fun episode. <laughs> Sorry, what you didn't hear there was me muting and is like hawking out my lungs. Oh, I knew what was going on. That's why I laughed. Thank you. I appreciate that. Anyway, so this week's episode, we're going to have a little bit more fun. Last week's was kind of a little bit more low-key. because I was trying to rest my voice, and I'm still... I should be doing that, but... I figured we should we should go from kind of the slower, relaxed, you know, in a chair watching a movie to something a bit bigger. So now we're going to be we're still in a chair, but now we're flipping through the skies on the Incredible Hulk, Jeffrey. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We're going to ride the Incredible Hulk today, which this is a ride that um, when we went out. In uh what June when we went out there for Velocicoaster. Yeah, I actually I wrote it with your daughter. Oh right. Yeah, Millie and I wrote it. And uh and we'll put that up on our Instagram, but uh you didn't. You weren't feeling too hot at that point. So I was you,
1: having I was having a tummy rumble.
0: Yeah. Did
1: you and Millie have a good time? Did you guys enjoy it?
0: Absolutely. I pointed out the camera for Millie and she nailed it too. Like she, she nailed like a point straight at it. So I was like, that's good.
1: Yeah, it's my kid. She's better better than me in
0: every way. Oh, that's that is true. Not hard to do, but also true. So we'll be talking about the Incredible Hulk today. We've got some uh, Q&A stuff. We are recording this before the next episode is out. So unfortunately, I won't have any responses to last week's question of the week where I ask, you know, I think last week it was, what's your feel good attraction? Yeah. So I don't have answers to that yet because we're, we're trying to rebuild the buffer up because, you know, I don't want to get like if I get sick, I want to be able to take a week off and not have to worry about sitting through a sick episode again. Anyway, so we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves again. So we're not going to be able to pull the answers from last week's question. But we, I, I pulled some Q&A from other places, so we'll still have some questions and stuff. And I'll still have a question of the week for you. So before that, we get into it. We are now slipping into September. I believe today's date is September 2nd, which means tomorrow is the launch of Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando.
1: This is uh, today's August 24th. OK, I'm doing the math. Yeah, OK. You're talking about when this is coming out.
0: <laughs> when, when the episode releases. That I, I figured, you know, you've been doing this for about 17 years now. You could figure out the I just the, the whole time.
1: Jack, I tell you, I'm going to tell you something right now. I have my 10,000 hours, you know.
0: Uh-huh. I, apparently, I flushed them down the toilet this morning. <laughs> I, completely lost me on that. So Universal's pretty much announced dang near everything having to go on with the, uh, the Halloween Horror Night stuff. Do you want me to run you through the different mansions or the different haunted mazes one last time? Hold on. Now let w-
1: me s- let me see if I can remember them. Okay. They're all announced now.
0: They're all announced now. There are ten. Ten of them? All right. Ten of well, them. I know there's an Exorcist. Exorcist? Uh, no. Oh, there wasn't one? I think maybe Exorcist is in Hollywood is what it was. Oh, okay. Beetlejuice? Yes, Beetlejuice. Nightmare Before Christmas. No, that's that's Disney when they do it. Right. Beetlejuice, I said? Uh-huh, Beetlejuice. Got that one.
1: Uh, text Chainsaw Massacre.
0: There you go. There's, there's two. Halloween. I mean, Halloween is the holiday which we are celebrating. Yeah, I'll give you credit for that. Nightmare on Elm Street. No, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, there is uh, uh, one specific property that's based around a show that I think you're a fan of that might have sequels featuring our friend Rahul. S- Rahul is in Survivor?
1: No, I think you're referring to The Haunting of Hill House.
0: The Haunting of Hill House, that's
1: right. That's pretty cool. So then those three and then the seven others that don't matter. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: so we've got the Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, which is great. We've got Halloween Horror Nights icons captured. So this is 30 years of the unique characters they developed for Halloween Horror Nights all in one house. Supposedly Jack, who's the Pumpkin King or the Clown King, has captured all the different icons and uh, they're all in one house, so that's pretty cool. Okay. We've got Welcome to Scary Horror in the Heartland, <laughs> which is, uh, it says Welcome to Carrie's, but it, then they put an S on it. It's like the, <laughs> That one's behind Men in Black, actually.
1: Oh, okay. That sounds like the plot of Far Cry 5.
0: <laughs> uh, Case Files Unearthed, which says, Follow the trail of a private eye as an investigation into the supernatural leads you into the dark world of ghouls and terrifying creatures. We've got the Wicked Growth Realm of the Pumpkin. <laughs> Okay. Nothing's more terrifying than pumpkins. <laughs> oh, here we go. You might dig this. Puppet theater. Captive audience. I like that. That sounds a good. A puppeteer and a ballet troupe trapped in a deserted theater for years are about to turn you into a human puppet. That's your cue to scream. I want to do that one. How long does it take to do one of these? Um, Probably about 15 to 20 minutes. So you could do all 10 in one day. Uh, You could. I think if we went, we'd probably try to break it over two nights, though, because there are lines like you have to wait. Right. Long right, right to go right. to them. And the last one is Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> the innocent traditions of the Tooth Fairy hide a darker ritual. It's an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. That sounds pretty gross.
1: Dude, I, I've i spent way too much time with the dentist lately to want
0: to. Wanna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, Jack is the the murderous clown who's the host of it. He's been around for like 20 years now at this point. There's a whole, there's so much lore and backstory to Halloween Horror Nights. It's, it's actually really fascinating. I would love to meet the writer of Halloween Horror Nights. I wonder if. We can make that happen like we do. We, we have friends who work at Universal. Maybe we can figure out who Dude, works on this stuff.
1: Here's what you do. I got a I, I got I guaranteed way to make this happen for you. OK. First off. First off. Manifest it in your brain. OK. Then write it down on a piece of paper. Glue it to your wish board. OK. Look at that wish board every day when you wake up and your wish board every night before you go to bed. Uh-huh. And then, uh, I didn't read the next chapter of the book, but I think at some point you get what you wanted.
0: I think then you go to like a tropical Island and you meet someone, right? Is that how you get your groove back or is that? Oh, well that, it works for some people. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll take your advice. I will put this on my wishboard and see if we can make it happen. But, uh, again, we'd love to get out there. We, we have been, we've been invited. I'll say that like universals actually reached out to us and said, we'd love to get you out right now. We're just trying to figure out, you know, logistics and stuff. But anyway, they also have scare zones too, Jeff. Do you know about the scare zones? What now? So the scare zones are not mazes. They're not like where you go wait in line to go into an attraction type thing. They just have areas around the park that once you step in there, people can mess with you. And they can, like, freak you out and stuff. And they're all kind of themed around different things.
1: So, like, you cross a line and suddenly you're in a scare zone where they can assault you with scares. Yes. But then you cross back to the other side of the line. They can't. So it's essentially like a PvP zone in World of Warcraft.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They can take your weapons from you once you you cross it. All right. Yeah. They've got five. They've Crypt TV, which is Step Inside Crypt TV, a dark universe of monsters that reside in the same reality on your screen, in your pockets, and now San Francisco. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 30 years, 30 fears. The monsters you've dreaded from past Halloween Horror Nights have taken over the streets. They're back in your history. (laughs) Seek and destroy. A ruthless alien cyber regime led Mm -hmm. by the controller has taken over New York, turning humans into fuel. Succumb or be destroyed. I love this stuff. This is so great.
1: Yeah, that's pretty exciting.
0: Gorewood Forest. 16 years after the gory sacrifices of Terra Cruintus, the heartless Terra Queen is back. Evil is in her nature. And lights camera action eddie's revenge get ready for the feel bad movie of the year eddie schmidt (laughs) jack the clown's brother is filming a horror film and the monsters are real oh that's so good
1: and those are the official scare zones
0: yeah yeah so like there's one in between the shrek attraction and the despicable me attraction like right when you walk into the park you walk through it i want to say there's one over by transformers there's one in front of the the horror makeup show there's one over in front of the Fast and Furious ride, which is that's the San Francisco area. And um, people have pointed out there is a Chucky box, like Chucky, the the toy box in a scare zone area. So we might see like Chucky running around, which is freaky.
1: Oh, there is a there's a new Child's Play TV show or something. Right. Isn't oh, is it coming out? Yeah, hmm. I think so.
0: So, anyway, that's all happening. It kicks off tomorrow, if you're listening to this live right now. Halloween Horror Nights, 30 years of Halloween Horror Nights. That's pretty fantastic.
1: Right. September 3rd, we determined today. September 3rd, which is tomorrow. Today's September 2nd, Jeff. Not August 24th. Today no. September
0: 2nd. No, it's not August 24th. Not yet. So, or, I guess, Nick, well, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that's Universal. And speaking of Universal, so we're talking about the Incredible Hol- Coaster, which is are you ready to get into this, Jeff? Because I'm ready to talk about the Incredible Hulk coaster.
1: Yeah, I am, man. I I, I remember being excited by it because, uh, well, it looked very cool and green and you told me that it was a fun one. And then I got too sick. Yeah, I couldn't do it.
0: The Incredible Hulk coaster up until recently was by far probably my favorite coaster of all time. Of all time? It is such a good coaster. Velocicoaster coaster took that? Velocicoaster coaster is now my favorite roller coaster of all time that I've ever really? been on. It's so good. But Incredible Hulk opened May 28th, 1999. That's the day Universal Orlando Islands of Adventure actually opened. Apparently, there there was like two months of soft openings at Universal, which makes sense. But man, how cool would it be to like go to the park before it's like officially open? That'd be pretty cool. Well, you know, Epic Universe is going to be opening probably in two years. I wonder if we can make that happen.
1: Just casually walk by every day and just go just wait yeah. for a door, gate to be open.
0: Yeah, absolutely. OK, I'm down.
1: We'll have to rent an apartment or something. But
0: Ben, get on that. Ben, he's, he's, back, he's back in somewhere in my house. Ben, get us an apartment in Orlando near Epic Universe so we can walk by. Okay, thanks. All right. Top speed of the Incredible Hulk coaster, 67 miles an hour. So it has a launch hill that launches you up at 30 degrees at 40 miles an hour. We'll get into the launch hill stuff here in a little bit. Very, very unique launch hill. There is 104.9 foot drop, about 3,700 feet with seven inversions. And you hit a max of four G's of force on this thing. Four G's of force? Four G's. Four gravities. Is, is G stand for gravity? Is that what it is? Four gravities, yeah. Four gravities. Because one G is like the weight of That's one gravity. gravity. Yeah, that's yeah. one gravity.
1: We typically live in one gravity environments.
0: True. Humans. True. Unless you're in... Denver. How many
1: gravities was the Velocicoaster? Do you remember?
0: I want to say it went up to like six or seven. I think it was six or seven.
1: Yeah, but still four four gravities is a, a tri- it's four times the normal it's amount a lot. of gravity.
0: A lot of gravities on your chest there pushing you back. You're not dunking
1: anything in four gravities.
0: No, no. I will say like this coaster is great and I've ridden it countless times. I mean, easily into like 30, 40 times at this point. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of those that you kind of have to ride when you go to Islands of Adventure. The whole design of it is really well done, where they can pump people through almost 2,000 people an hour when they're running at full capacity. And there's never really a long wait to ride it, especially if you go single rider. You can pretty much pop on and pop off super quick. Yeah. It's a very, very smooth coaster, which I appreciate. Nothing is worse than being rattled and thrown around and your head smacking against the, the sides of it and everything. You also feel very secure. You'll appreciate this, Jeff. You feel very, very secure in it because... You sit down, it's it's a feet dangling coaster. Okay. Wait, no, that's not right. What am I saying? It's not a feet dangling coaster. It's a okay, sit down it's coaster. It's, it's a, it's a, a car coaster. coaster. Yeah. So you sit down, the support goes around your shoulders as an, like a full blown harness. Okay, I like that. And then also it has like a buckle that clips by your crotch area. So you're I like, like fully well. strapped into this thing.
1: Well, you're going for gravities. You got to be. Exactly. You need to be
0: secure. 67 miles an hour. You want to be, be buckled in for sure. 40 miles an hour up the launch unique launch that is true that is true 103.5
1: <laughs> feet straight down i think it said
0: you said. so close so close what was that 107 feet wait guys so ben is giving us a thing here okay th- what okay so it says velocicoaster has 1g max acceleration that doesn't feel right more gravity is there not just one gravity come on ben that
1: can't be accurate that's just a G. That's one G. That's not even worth putting on the board. I'm under one G of gravity right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, Jeff isn't on a roller coaster right now. I certainly am not. I'm in my library. Yeah. We need a coaster professional to come on here and explain our gravities to us.
1: If anybody in the annual pass community is a gravity expert, we have some questions.
0: Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, please reach out to us. Pass at roosterteeth.com. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention, we have shirts and stuff available. Go grab merchandise. St- uh, store.roosterteeth.com. Please, please. It's, it'd, be, it'd be helpful to me. And spread the love. So this coaster, again, opened up 1999 uh, with the opening of Universal Islands of Adventure. It was one of the big tent poles of the park. When the park opened up, it was Jurassic Park, you know, the Jurassic Park River Adventure, which we rode. The Spider-Man ride, which is absolutely fantastic. And we'll get into that one in the future.
1: Oh, we did ride that Jurassic Park ride. I remember that. It was a water
0: ride. Yeah, yeah. We did that one. You had fun with that. Yeah, I did. And then the Spider-Man ride, uh, Incredible Hulk. I want to say the Cat in the Hat was open. But the Dr. Seuss Island, like, there wasn't a whole lot to do over there. There was a carousel, I think, Cat in the Hat, and then uh, they had a Skyway that wasn't open initially. Took a, a few years to get that up and running. Mm. Then the Lost Continent—they had Dueling Dragons, which was great. That ultimately ended up getting scooped up by Harry Potter, by the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. When they when they added that to the park,
1: Dueling Dragons is that one that everybody loves and talks fondly of, right?
0: Yeah, that's the one that uh, Wes, who's uh, one of, one of our coworkers at Rooster yeah. Teeth, he's a huge, huge fan of Dueling Dragons. He was actually wearing a Dueling Dragons shirt the other day when we saw him. Yeah, and so he was very proud of that shirt. And really, other than that, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot. Of massive things like they've been adding into, you know, the park's been open now for, you know, over 20 years. So they've been adding and adding and adding to it. But at the time, the Incredible Hulk was like the marquee coaster. The only, I mean, or I guess that in Dueling Dragons. Like the, it was the marquee of, of the two different coasters. It was the better, in my opinion.
1: Which of the Incredible Hulk's was most re- film properties was most recent when this came out?
0: In 99, it would have been... Eric Bana, probably? It would have been Eric Bana, because I, I want to say, yeah. I mean, because the Incredible it, Hulk, which was the uh, Edward Norton one, came out in 2010? So is it
1: branded... Uh, in any way? Like, is, is is his imagery on there?
0: We'll probably get into a whole episode on sort of the creation of Islands of Adventure and the fact that Universal Studios has the Marvel license okay. in Florida, even though Disney is just down the road from them. And Disney can't open any Marvel-themed properties or, excuse me, any specific, I think, Avengers-themed properties east of the Mississippi. So that's... <laughs> it's It's weird. There's some weird contractual issues where... That's why, like, um, at Epcot right now, they are building the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind because they have the rights to the Guardians of the Galaxy in Florida. But you'll never see Spider-Man. You'll never see Captain America. You won't see Thor. You won't see Hulk. Anywhere inside of Disney parks outside of merchandise.
1: Well, you, you say never, but do they have the rights in perpetuity? Like, surely at some point.
0: I'm sure. I mean, it's got to be some kind of sweet deal. And I know Comcast, who owns Universal, has got to be sitting there and be like, come on, Disney, go, give us an offer. Yeah. Because, like, they're just sitting on that, and being like, yep, we're just not going to let go of it. It is interesting uh, now that Beijing Universal, Universal Beijing has opened and they actually have a clone. ...of the Incredible Hulk coaster, but over there it's the Transformers coaster. And so it's themed around Optimus Prime instead of uh, the Incredible Hulk. Lots and lots of rumors have popped up about possibly Universal losing the license to Marvel and look what would they do with that. We'll see if this podcast is still going on when that actually happens. Yeah. But I imagine Universal's got to be pretty happy with, you know, just kind of resting on the laurels of just, you know, enjoying Marvel's skyrocket to fame... While they're sitting on the theme park rights to it. So
1: I got to say, too, man, especially as somebody who grew up with comic books and in that world and fandom, there is more than enough material to go around. There is enough superhero material for every theme park on Earth. And then some, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of comics out there and there's plenty of other stuff. We still haven't seen a Captain Carrot ride. (laughs) That's true. Did you see someone in the, the annual pass community tweeted at us? There's a new Justice League group coming out right now, and Captain Carrot's in there. I think that we can take credit for that, right? Yeah, I, I, we <laughs> must revitalization. Have. This is episode twenty for for twenty weeks now. We've been talking about Captain yeah. Carrot, and now Captain Carrot's the sudden resurgence, all but forgotten. I may have been the last person carrying the Captain Carrot torch. There you go. So anyway, that's pretty great. But so the Incredible Hulk, you know, opened up in '99, and then in 2015, August 14, 2015, it actually went down for a major refurbishment. So the ride had been open for, you know, 16 years at that point, And they disassembled the entire ride and rebuilt it pretty much from the launch all the way to the finale. So the uh, main queue pretty much stayed the same. They, they cleaned it up. They changed it up a little bit on the inside. But as far as like the you know sort of arrangement, it didn't really mess with it too much. But the track, they literally replaced the entire track and they also replaced all the cars, too. So they have really? brand new cars, brand new screens, brand new music. And we'll get into that in a little bit as well. Is it
1: still green?
0: It is still green, believe it or not. It is still green. The initial version of the ride was themed more around the... Uh, do you remember the cartoon Hulk back in the 90s? Yeah. It was more themed around that, where it was all cartoony. And the whole idea was, um, it's you're in Bruce Banner's lab, and he's working on these. He's like, I've got to figure out this thing, and I've got to you know figure out this camera, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I think I've got it. I think I've figured this stuff out. And so you're going through his lab, and then you get on the car... And you're with him while he's on the car. He's like, this is it. I've done it. I've done it. And then you hear like malfunction, malfunction. He's like, no, no, no. And the last no is when you launch. So it's really, really neat.
1: You know, you know what they could do, Jack? And and maybe that they have a a ton of smart, uh, hyper intelligent people on the payroll so i'm sure that they've they're, they're probably well ahead of us on this but mm-hmm. what you do is if you're afraid of losing the Marvel license they just need to pick up another green property
0: <laughs> do you have any in mind
1: well so i've come up with one okay i feel like there's got to be more and probably more that are appropriate but if i'm thinking the green of that theme park ride I'm thinking Gumby Ooh. Gumby's twisty, he bends, he's wacky, he's fun, he makes you smile, he's a little <laughs> exhilarating. He rides pokey around, so you got some speed yeah. going on there. You can it be a, a logo slap and bam, you don't need the Hulk anymore. You've got Gumby's
0: Wild Ride. We should reach out to our friends at Universal and be like, listen, we have a pitch <laughs> for you. Boy, do we have an idea for you? Producer Ben pointed out that the Hulk came out in 2008, so uh, yeah, still I okay. think Eric Bana is the Hulk. Or Ang Lee's The Hulk was probably earlier right. than that though. Ang Lee's The Hulk, yeah. Ang Lee, what an interesting choice for that. But All right, well, uh, Jeff, should we just get into it? Should we go and ride The Incredible Hulk together? I've already ridden it before with your daughter, but I figure I should ride it with you.
1: I would appreciate it. I hate being left
0: behind. Are you ready? Yep. All right, here we go, Jeff. Let's take us now to Orlando, Florida in the heat of summer to go uh, to yeah. Universal Islands Adventure. Here we go. Jeff! We're here! It's We're back. 100% humidity, Jack. I'm wet already, just, this just is glistening brutal. with water on my skin and sweat. But hey, we are at Universal's Islands of Adventure, Jeff. The butter beer made my tummy hurt. It was too sweet. I don't feel hydrated. Gobble down some water. I guess <laughs> okay. you drink water. You don't gobble water I'm drink, gobbling, I'm gobbling water. Gobble Got all it. that water, and then let, let's walk over. So we're gonna go through the port of entry. You know, it has that cool music stuff, but now we're gonna go left, Jeff, and we're gonna go towards Marvel Superhero Island. And right there, right at the front, Jeff, you see that big green coaster right above us? Is that Gumby? That's not Gumby, that's the incredible Hulk, Jeff. Oh! That's right. You can see like there's a big tube, and then people come flying out the end, and it was flying out the end. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> Dude, you love this ride. You've ridden it 30 or 40 times. I love this ride so very much. I'm so excited to finally get a ride it with you, Jeff. Me too, man. Me too. All right. well, okay, let's go ahead. So, uh, first things first, Jeff, uh, we have to put all of our stuff into a locker. Excuse me? There's lockers out out in front of it, so take everything out of your pockets.
1: Is this because stuff would fly out and kill other riders?
0: Yeah, stuff would fly out. And uh, don't do what I did the last time I went And make sure to keep your park ticket on you Because that's your key Don't put your park ticket in the the locker Because I did that and I was an idiot How did you get out of that? I had to flag down a a team member And then they opened it for me And they asked me to describe a few things inside of it So You were so embarrassed I literally shut it and like Well, that was a mistake I guess I'll go ride now I'll deal with that in 20 minutes when I get back. Alright, so we got all our stuff in the lockers, Jeff. Good. You have all your, your cell phone, and all the stuff's put away, right?
1: Everything's in there. My sunglasses are put away this time, my hat. Uh I'm just holding on to this ticket. Alright,
0: here we go. Okay, we can put that in your pocket. But here we go. Let's oh, yeah. walk in. Oh wow, look, there he is. There's the Hulk is right in front of us. And he's holding like this car above his head. That's crazy.
1: What color are his pants, Jack? I can't quite make it out. Are they purple or are they blue? They're purple, Jeff. They're of course they're purple. Wanna make sure so, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we go beyond that, we say hi to the team members, and we go through the queue we go through a metal detector jeff okay we're good we're good your your knee didn't trigger it this time no no no. we're fine let's walk inside the queue all right now we're in oh the cool music's pumping too you hear that music it's a whole grave it's a whole grave. all right so we're inside now we're kind of looping back and forth we're inside like, this is, like, the the Hulk science lab, and you can see some cool stuff on the outside, like, lots of neat things. Look very sciencey. y mm-hmm. Ever been in a science lab like this before, Jeff? Uh, not that I'm allowed to talk about. Okay, okay. Well, so, walking... Well, ooh, look at that. That's, is, is that a Jacob's Ladder? Is that what that thing's called? It's science. See, Jackie wouldn't understand. Okay, well, so that looks really neat. It doesn't
1: gonna- doesn't look anything like a guy dying in uh, the Vietnam War of having all kinds of weird flashbacks and future flashes
0: uh, to, to his
1: life and dating Elizabeth Pena. That's...
0: Okay, we we you have problems, Jeff. We should probably talk about that outside. That was of ja- the- that was Jacob's Ladder, the movie Jacob's Ladder. That oh, was. I was I was thinking you were talking about Ang Lee's Hulk No, he no, new no. You, two, said, and you
1: said Jacob's Ladder, and then I went yeah. on a, a, the fantastic film, fantastic film. That's not it has nothing to do with the Hulk or this ride, but yeah.
0: No, 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 no stop trying to
1: change the subject, Jack. Get back
0: on track. Okay, so so anyway, so we, okay, we're going in, and so you can see on the TVs like it's they're explaining how the gamma radiation can help people and how it's making people stronger and, and healthier and stuff. Do you want to get some gamma radiation, Jeff? With me? Uh, that's how all the best superheroes happen. So yes, that's true. Is any other than Hulk have gamma radiation? All of the Fantastic Four. That was all radiation. Uh, what is it? Gamma though? Yeah, it's all gamma, man. Okay, fine. All right. So all right. Well, so now we're we're up we're up near the loading station, Jeff, and then we can see all the monitors, and they're explaining how, like, that the gamma makes you stronger and like you know a better person and whatnot, and. And that's yeah. going to be very exciting. Of course. So we're up, Jeff. Where, where do you want to sit? What row do you want to sit on? Uh, Gosh, I let's do the front row this time. Front row. All right. I love the front row in on this one. So we're going to get on there and get on the front row. And we're, we're ready to go. Okay. So we're, we're all we're strapped in. So pull your harness down, Jeff, over your shoulders. Okay. Very safe. Feeling good about this. Now buckle in over by your crotchal region. Feeling even better. Perfect. Okay. So here we go. The attendants there, the, the Hulk attendants there. They're giving thumbs up. All right. Well, whoa. Okay, Jeff, we're rolling forward, Jeff And the music's starting to play I give thumbs up back Alright, we're we're rolling forward Oh wow, okay, so so we're starting to go up a little ramp, Jeff We're starting to go up this little ramp here And there's a bunch of wheels on the floor And there's like crazy lights on the side, too Why are there wheels on the floor? I'm not sure So there's like lights, like shining and stuff And we can hear the music pumping Oh, and it's starting to go green, Jeff Jeff, Jeff, it's all starting to go green And like, it's like, whoa Oh god, we're being launched Ah! We go out of the end of the tube and immediately do a barrel roll. How fast are we going? We're going about 60 miles an hour right now, Jeff. We do a quick barrel roll. Uh, and then we we dive down into like oh. near the lagoon and do a big flip. We're doing a big old flip, Jeff. And then we do a little turn and another flip. It's a little helix maneuver. Uh, we're at Jacob's Ladder. Oh, uh, now we're going. We're doing another big flip, Jeff. And this time, whoa, we're going under the bridge. Whee! Through water, whee! <laughs> Well, it's like a little splash of water. It's not like we're not getting drowned or anything.
1: I feel refreshed,
0: Jeff. All right, now we're banking to the left, Jeff. We're banking to the left. Whoa, it's picking up a lot of speed. And now we go up and big barrel roll. We are heartline roll, I think is what it is. And then down into another little chasm and into another flip, Jeff. Ah! Yep. Ah. All right, now, now we're banking left. Okay, well, okay, it's starting to starting to cool down. Oh no, and we're snaking to the right. Now we're gonna go. And we're snaking again. Okay, we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna level off here and kind of slow down for a second. whoo Okay, now we're in the back half of the ride, Jeff. That was this. That, what? We're not done. Whoa! Immediately into a barrel roll. Whoa! And now look, we're gonna we're gonna bank right, and then bank left. Now smile uh, Jeff, camera. Uh, huh? uh, did he get a photo? I did. I did. I think so. Now we're looping around. it slowly going to the left. Slowly going to the left, and brake run. And now we're we're slowly turning back, and we're heading into the uh. station again, Jeff. And the music's kind of coming to a crescendo. We're all happy, and it's just exciting. And you can unbuckle your, your crotch buckle now, but your your thing won't come up for a second.
1: Can I tell you, I had a uh, on the second to last barrel roll. I had a realization. I guess it's just one of those moments when everything kind of comes together while you're on a you're in an intense situation like that. Yeah, uh, what's that? in this case, the roller coaster and the flips and the barrel rolls and stuff. I realized I uh, I spoiled the whole plot of Jacob's Ladder for the whole No, and so no. I, I apologize if you if you haven't seen it. Uh, the first thing I said ruins the movie for you. I apologize.
0: Threes of people are gonna be really yeah. disappointed still a good movie though still a good movie so Jeff we've done it now we're back at the station we're unbuckled we step out to the right and now we're done and we walk down the path and we can look at a ride photo yeah
1: you know what you're gonna see on that ride photo you're What's gonna that? see a happy Jeff and I'll tell you why I was happy why is that because I felt safe no it's a safe ride Jack it's a I, I I all of the procedures the straps the 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 crotchal region thing a, I felt I felt completely and totally secure well, that's good I assume
0: that I like this ride. I think you'll like this ride. It's still scary, but I think you'll like it because you'll feel super, super safe. So we've done it. Let's walk back out into the park. We've completed it. We have conquered the Incredible Hulk coaster. (laughs) Now, Now to do it 39 more times. Exactly. Exactly. So that's it. That is the Incredible Hulk coaster. So some cool things to talk about, about the Incredible Hulk coaster. So I mentioned it has a launch. I talked about the tires, like the wheels. Now when you see launching coasters like Velocicoaster or Hagrid's or, you know, these coasters, even like, um, no, I would would say um, Rock and Roller Coaster, but that's actually a catapult launch. It's not a uh, not an LSM, I think is what it's called. That's the uh, linear synchronous motors. That's like the the magnet type systems. This one is actually done by just literally pushing your car up the hill via tires that squeeze together. Huh? Let me try to explain this a little bit better. This is from Wikipedia. A unique launch system propels riders up the 110-foot-tall hill. The system was developed by Universal Creative and MTS Systems Corporation. A prototype launch system was designed by January 1995. The prototype consisted of a series of boxcars welded together to form a launch tunnel. A track-mounted dune buggy was then propelled inside the tunnel through the use of a weight-drop launch mechanism. The designers then experimented with different rates of acceleration, each emitting between 1 and 5 times the force of gravity. The final system, which was implemented on the Incredible Hulk, sees trains launch from zero to 40 miles per hour in two seconds. Riders travel at an angle of 30 degrees through a 150 foot long tunnel, pulling one G. I don't one G. I don't get it. It feels like more G's. Anyway, uh, to power this launch, the designers investigated a variety of systems ranging from hydraulic, pneumatic, cable, steam catapult, and conveyor belt. In the end, a drive tire system was selected where 230 electrical motors power a set of tires that pinch the train's underside to provide propulsion. As this system requires eight megawatts of power to propel each train, the park built several customized motor generator sets with large flywheels to reduce the risk of browning out the local energy grid with every launch. The launch system uh, made the Incredible Hulk the only B&M ride to feature a launch until Thunderbird opened in Holiday World in 2015, and I guess now uh, uh, Shanghai as well. Unlike the Incredible Hulk, though, Thunderbird uses a linear synchronous motor launch system that was designed by B&M. So yeah, it's a very, very unique launch system and the amount of power it has to use to send these cars is crazy.
1: I'll be honest with you. I don't know that I understand everything after you said that. Uh you was very it was very verbose and it was very detailed, but it still Thank you, Wikipedia. It still sounds very difficult.
0: Imagine two wheels spinning opposite directions. Yeah. Where like you send something down the middle of it and it launches that thing.
1: That's crazy though.
0: Now imagine uh what, a hundred And 65 pairs of wheels side by side, launching a coaster up a hill. That's just so neat. You would think That's that so they, cool. other people would take advantage of that if it's such a... I guess maybe the power draw is a... Uh... Yeah, I mean, the launching system is very unique. And I, I personally prefer it over the chain lift system, like the the clicky hill type thing. Why is that? Just because it's smooth? It's smooth and also it's faster. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, nothing's more boring than sitting on a little coaster going click, 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 click for like 30 seconds. It's like, all right, I get it. Let me be scared. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, to be fair, I guess that does add, you know, some drama to the ride. Yeah, um, there you go. But uh, yeah, let's see here. And so, in uh, on August 14, thousand fifteen, Universal announced that the coaster would undergo major enhancement and refurbishment work. The ride closed on September 8, thousand fifteen, and reopened to the public on August fourth, twenty sixteen, after several days of technical rehearsals. The refurbishment involved heavy modifications to the line queue and entrance, along with a storyline retheme. To improve the smoothness of the ride, sections of the track were also replaced, along with the trains, which were enhanced with onboard audio and special lighting effects. The launch tunnel's exterior was repainted black, and the old track and trains were recycled for scrap. And actually, it's funny, because the um, some of the old track that the Incredible Hulk is actually holding out in front of the ride now, they have like a statue of the Hulk. Uh-huh. on front, that track is actually from the original version of it.
1: Are you serious? That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. And actually, our friends at Universal Orlando... So before this episode, I just tweeted at them saying, like, hey, we're doing an episode on Kreble Hulk. Do you have any, like, tips or any, like, secrets? The first one they wrote back with was, it is green. So thank you, <laughs> Universal Orlando, <laughs> at Universal ORL. But then they wrote back and said, hey, Jack, here's another one. The Hulk in front of the attraction is holding pieces from the original ride track, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So also with the refurbishments... You'll appreciate this, Jeff. I know you're a huge fan. An original score composed by Patrick Stump of Fallout Boy is played over the onboard speakers. So they have a new soundtrack actually done by Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy. You're a huge fan of Fallout Boy, right, Jeff? (laughs)
1: I'm trying to think if I can name a single Fallout Boy song. Uh, It turns out I can't. But congratulations to Mr. Stump and all of his success.
0: It's actually pretty cool, like, Universal, like, linked me to, like, blog.universalorlando. Uh-huh. Laura Dossett from Universal Orlando interviewed Patrick Stump, and there's some fun stuff here, like, she asked, uh, how did you initially get involved with the project? He says, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm grateful. Universal Orlando me asked me and I said yes right away. I think I opened the email and started composing instantly. I was ecstatic to have an opportunity not only to score such a legendary creation. I'm a big fan of Marvel, but also to compose for a full 70 piece orchestra. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool.
1: That's a nice answer. Yeah, yeah. like a cool opportunity for that young man.
0: And so, Jeff, if you remember, when we went and rode VelociCoaster, uh, we met a gentleman by the name of Gregory Hall while we were there. Yeah, he did the uh, the redesign of the Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah. He was the the creative director on VelociCoaster, and yeah. then he also, one of his earlier projects was working on the redesign of Hulk, and I actually hit him up as well, and I was like, hey, do you have anything cool to talk about? And he goes, man, I'd love to, but I have to go through like PR and a whole bunch uh, of approvals, yeah. and I was yeah. like, okay, I get that, but... Back then, he said he was the senior attraction designer responsible for all the new upgrades. He designed the vehicle, marquee, everything in the queue. He directed the media, the launch tunnel media, and worked with Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy. So, <laughs> dude had a big hand in the refurbishment. That's pretty cool. I actually talked to him, too. And I said, hey, if we get back out there again, I'd love to have you in studio and just, like, talk to you for an episode. He said, that sounds cool. So... Anyway, when we make it back out to Orlando, we'll have to sit down with Gregory and just pick his ear. I know, I know you were fascinated by his story, right? Yeah,
1: he was a really interesting dude and kind of impressive to hear that how his career kind of manifested how he kind yeah.
0: of manifested it. It was just
1: interesting. And one of those, like he's the creative director of roller coasters. Like that's yeah. not a job I knew existed. And now that I do know it exists, I'm jealous of it. And I want to know yeah. more about it, you
0: know, like how many people get to do that? You know, like how many, that's such a unique thing. It's like, how, yeah. how do you land a role like that? So
1: he's probably one of about 18 people on earth, you know, that have
0: that. Job. Yeah. So we'll talk with him next time we get out again. You know, we'll, we'll work our way out there, hopefully in time for Halloween horror nights, Depending on how you know how safe we feel to get out there, so that pretty much does it, Jeff. Oh yeah, I should mention. Okay. I think I briefly mentioned it, but so in Beijing they have launched a new version of the Incredible Hulk, and it it's themed around Transformers. I asked Ben to pull some information on that. It's the Decepticon Coaster, excuse me. Okay. And uh, he says the Decepticon Coaster has a tire-propelled launch, so it uses the same. Style launch as the Incredible Hulk. That's exciting. That's kind of interesting. They would just kind of literally just copy and paste it onto uh, onto this one. I guess it's easier to use what they have instead of try to redesign it. You know, it's kind of like, all right, this works. Let's just run this back. Cool. Now we got to go to Shanghai, Jeff. <laughs> well, let's. We need to get to Tokyo first. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. That's all the information I have on the Incredible Hulk right now. If you have any fun facts or anything you'd like to share with us about the Incredible Hulk, like your first experiences, hit us up on the comments over on Rooster Teeth, on the app or on the website. And uh, let us know. I-, I love hearing people's first stories about roller coasters, about the first time they rode anything, because there's something unique about the first time you ride an attraction and experience it. It's so much fun. So anyway, if you have anything cool like that, please let us know. You can follow us on annual underscore pass on Twitter or Instagram, or hit us up on Rooster Teeth. But All right, Jeff. Okay. I'm ready for some Q&A. You ready for some Q&A? Yes, sir. Okay. I pulled down some questions from a previous episode to answer here. Again, if you have a question, leave it in the comments, and we will get to it on a future episode. Uh, Roman Heretic says, Question. Would you and Jeff consider going Batu bounding at the Star Wars parks? It's when you dress up in a Star Wars-esque outfit and walk around the location looking like you fit into the world. I hear the cast is more likely to interact with you, and then sometimes you might get something special about it. You can also trade with Jawas. Jeff, that sounds like something you would love to do.
1: Oh, I was just about to jump in and say, I think absolutely not would I not do that. But (laughs) I think it sounds really cool for other people that would want to do that. And I I can't wait to watch you do it. Why do you hate fun, Jeff? I don't know, man. I just, fun and I never got along, Jack.
0: I bring you into this podcast to to put some childlike wonder into your heart. Where have I steered you wrong? I took you to (laughs) E.T. I showed you priceless works of art. We ate panqueous, Jeff. Jack,
1: I am bursting at the seams of childlike wonder. Unfortunately, uh-huh. they are the seams of my normal everyday clothes. I don't want to dress up as something else.
0: You don't want to throw in a Jedi robe and like walk around looking for... I never, for, never have. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I Star Wars? You, you don't want to find like kyber crystals? I think that skips a generation. I must have missed it, yeah. You know, I'll I'll be honest. I don't. I don't know about dressing up up. in a. It is interesting because I see like the the you know people walking around like Harry Potter, like the Wizarding World area, wearing the robes and stuff. I'm like, that's kind of fun. I absolutely think it's fun. I think it's super cool that they're doing it. But then at the same time, I'm like, it's 400 degrees, and they're wearing a solid black robe. I would probably melt. I would look like the Wicked Witch. Like I would literally just. I'd be a puddle. (laughs) So, and it's been long known that we are not to get you wet. That's true. Or yeah. feed me after midnight. Yeah. Well, Roman Heretic, I, I'll do my best to get Jeff dressed up in costume. We'll, we'll do it at some point. Blue Dragon 556 or 556 says, question, <laughs> do you have a favorite ride line? You may or may not like the ride itself, but can appreciate the style and feel of the ride. For example, I always loved the line experience for Tower of Terror at Disney's California Adventure. That's a good question, Blue Dragon. Jeff, do you have one?
1: A favorite line experience? I don't
0: think you have as many.
1: Yeah, no, I was in awe of the line in the Harry Potter ride that we the the what the vomit potter ride. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh Forbidden
0: Journey. Harry yeah, potter the Forbidden, forbidden
1: Journey. Journey. The, yeah, the Vomit one. You go through and the, and all the like the paintings, like nearly headless Nick and all the paintings move and yeah. talk and stuff, and that was done so well. I was I didn't want to leave that room. I was in kind of in awe of it. So that would be my answer.
0: That one is a fantastic one. It really gets you into the theming and into the the vibe. Of Harry Potter. The Seven Dwarfs Mine Train has a really, really good queue at Disney World in our Magic Kingdom. I'm trying to think. I mean, honestly, I kind of like Space Mountain as well. Oh, yeah? Like Space Mountain in in Magic Kingdom. It's something about it. Like, it's dark and it's kind of you feel like you're there. Um, The Star Tours queue is really, really good, too. You see like R2 and Mm C-3PO and you see like full-size replicas of the vehicle you're going to get in. It's there's some pretty cool stuff there. I would lean towards that as well. But yeah, that's a good question. There's a lot of really good line. Hey, audience, if you have any good line or queue recommendations, let us know. I want to I hear your favorites in the comments. Thank you, Blue Dragon. Uh, Nerda, <laughs> N-E-R-D-U-H, if you could have full access, no lines to any single park in the world, where would you go?
1: What's the biggest park in the world?
0: That's what I'm wondering. It's like, does like Disney World count because it's four parks or do you want a single park? Or would you want to take a shot at like a park you've never been to?
1: I would want to cram as much as possible into one experience. So I would want to just go with the the biggest park with the most rides.
0: Yeah. yeah. So probably like a, like a Cedar Point or something. I mean, if you're, if you're going for like roller coasters. I guess so. Sure. How about you? Man, honestly, it, it, for me, it'd probably be, it'd be one of the Florida parks. Just because I have so many fantastic memories of those parks. Hollywood Studios, you know, Disney's Hollywood Studios, I, I feel like that's my second home. Yeah. I worked there for a year on and off, and so I love that park. And it feels like that's been the one that's kind of fluctuated the most lately. But man, Universal Universal Studios, like the original studios, I love so much. Honestly, for me, it'd be a coin flip. You just literally flip a coin. It's going to be either Hollywood <laughs> Studios or, or Universal Studios.
1: I actually I think I want to change my answer and it may sound a bit hacky, but I'm, I'm kind of being serious when I say it. I think I might want to change it to Schlitterbahn just because I haven't <laughs> I haven't ridden like 80 percent of the stuff in Schlitterbahn because I won't stand in
0: line long enough okay. to, to do it. All
1: right. And there's never not a three hour line on everything but the Lazy River.
0: That's true. So for those of you who don't know, Schlitterbahn is a, a water theme park uh, down in New Braunfels, Texas just south of Austin, about an hour south of Austin. And uh, it's it's the largest water park in the world, I think, or at least it was. Largest outdoor water park in the world, I think, yeah. So I think we, we've we had someone reach out to us from there as well. So. Oh, really? Maybe we'll get yeah. down before uh, in, the, in the summer. That's a great idea. All right, one last question here from Psychedelic Duck. Question, what are your thoughts on the controversial DJ at Magic Kingdom Exit? So apparently there is a DJ... At Magic Kingdom, who has been hanging out like on the the train station as you're leaving the park. Okay. And this is an article from InsideTheMagic.net. Disney guests befuddled by new park DJ blasting modern music on Main Street. Yeah, I get. I guess it's just like they ha- they have a DJ just playing crazy stuff. He's supposed to be there. He's working for them. Yeah, he's on the clock. Okay. It's like a like a wedding DJ like playing stuff and talking to the audience. And apparently it's uh, it's been upsetting a few people. Really? Yeah. Oh, this poor dude's
1: just trying to entertain people.
0: OK, so someone tweeted a video of it and says the tweet has already begun to make its rounds and has not been well received by many who feel that this makes Magic Kingdom feel more like a Six Flags rather than a Disney park. Burn. Ooh. It seems that this has been going on for a few days now as Vicky Mouse at Vicky Mouse 321 posted a video of the DJ from this past Thursday. So it's Magic Kingdom has a single long dance party on Main Street. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I guess it looks like it may already be gone. So <laughs> this may be old news at this point.
1: Well, hey, you know what? You got to try new things.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not I, I, like... You never know. WDW News Today uh, says update Disney pulls DJ from Magic Kingdom before closing announcements tonight. So there you go. They already yanked him. But anyway, I mean, I understand the need for people to kind of keep sort of the, the vibe as you're leaving the park. But at the same time, it's like there's a lot of stuff that the parks can't do right now due to COVID. So, like, you know, they don't have like one to one experiences. They don't have like, you know, interactions with like uh, with characters or anything. So they're trying to do stuff that they can do from a distance. And having a DJ like playing music and trying to get people excited, like, I guess I get it. Yeah. You have any thoughts, Jeff?
1: Well, just what I said, I uh, just, you know, you got to try new stuff. If it doesn't work, it doesn't yeah. work. But, uh, you know, it, it, it could have been. The hot new thing that people traveled just to participate in.
0: You never know until you try. That could be it. So that, let's see here. Uh, Ben says, basically, they added him when nighttime spectaculars returned he would blast Party in the USA and other hits and make park announcements on the top of Main Street Station. Uh, that sounds that sounds pretty annoying, though. <laughs> and he says, they, then they pulled them because people weren't happy. Okay. So there you go. Anyway, so that's all your questions. Thank you very much. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to leave it in the comments over on Rooster Teeth, and we will answer them in future episodes. This is typically where I'd go through and do your answers for the last question we asked on an episode, which I believe was, what is your favorite feel-good ride? But that episode's not out yet, so I don't have answers yet. So instead, I'll ask you a question. All right, question of the week. And again, if you answer this in the comments below, I will go through and randomly pick someone, and we will mail you a park map signed by Jeff and myself. So here we go. Question of the week this week. On the topic of the Incredible Hulk coaster being rethemed as a Transformers coaster, the Deceptic coaster, what attraction would you like to see rethemed as something else and what would that new theme be that's my question for you any any attraction literally anything the sky is the limit so let me know what you would use like what like you know what the ride technology like the harry potter ride technology used some in something else what would you do that for so anyway jeff do you have any ideas of what you would retheme?
1: i was gonna ask if i could weigh in on the question go ahead yeah uh i'm gonna weigh in on the question itself uh, I'm not going to answer it. Uh, I think it's a great okay. question. I thought it, uh, it was a particularly inspired question. I think you did a great job asking it. Thank you. Yeah, there you go.
0: Oh, okay. That that was your response. That's all. I'm just
1: weighing gonna... in on the question.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. I'll let you come up with some stuff. I think the the, the Kuka arm technology that is used in the uh, the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey can be used in a lot of other stuff. Like yeah. I would love to see that technology. I mean, God, think about like a Back to the Future ride with that. But it's like it's like the modern like props as well, mixed with like screens and stuff like that could be kind of fun. I would love to see a Ghostbusters ride. I would love to see like a Spider-Man Ghostbusters ride. So the Spider-Man or the Transformers ride, but done with done with Ghostbusters. Oh, that'd be so cool.
1: Thinking about it right now.
0: There you go. So let us know what you would like to see rethemed and with what in the comments. And we'll pull down a random person to send an autograph park map to. But that does it, Jeff. That does it for this week's episode of Annual Pass. I had a great time, Jack. Did you? Yeah, I did.
1: Wait, Why did you say it like that?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell. I, I think you had fun. I think you had a good time. Dude, I always have a good time. That is good. We we got to make it back out to Orlando, Jeff. I want to go. I want to ride Incredible Hulk with you. I want to go to Halloween Horror Nights with you.
1: I'll settle just for getting coffee this week.
0: Okay, let's You've do that. You've been dodging that. me for a while. Well, back. let's do that as well, I should okay. say. Okay, and then we'll ride rides. Absolutely. So that's it. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to Annual Pass. Remember, grab a shirt. Or, or uh, I think we have the jackets available. We have the hats available over at store.roosterteeth.com. We have a new piece of merchandise coming very soon. That is very, very awesome as well. Um, also, follow us on social media, on, on Twitter and Instagram. We're annual underscore pass. And uh, make sure to leave comments on the episode because we read every single one of those. So we love you guys. Stay safe. Go out there. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated. Take care of yourselves. And we'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.